Welcome, welcome everybody to the Asuminati podcast. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're just three guys in our opinions talking about everyday life mixed with a few conspiracies. That's all we're trying to do here. So thank you once again for listening, especially last week, our previous week's episode, if you remember, was the Arby's Diablo Dare, which ended up not being as Diablo or Dare, but it was still good. Anyway, go listen to the episode. Such a disappointment. Tell, tell us what you think. We also talked about and gave shout outs to many of the people who commented on Facebook about the spiciest things that you've ever eaten. We love talking about food. That's what we, that's what we do. That's what our passion is. However, speaking of listening to last week's episode or any other episode that we've done, uh, Matt's got a little announcement for the people. Matt, why don't that's you right, tell us Brandon. what's been going on with the Assuminati podcast? I would love to tell you what's been going on with the Assuminati tell podcast. All right. In fact, we are now, drum roll please, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Oh, wait. Yeah. Please go check it out. Big That's time. like Spotify big time. and Apple Podcasts. Yep, we've hit the big time. You know, thank goodness Neil Young decided to leave the platform to make a spot for us. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Robert. Oh, and we, I think our threat was we were going to put our music on Spotify if they didn't take action. So we <laughs> exactly. followed through on our threat. Neil followed through on his threat. Mm. Randy on Facebook beat us to that. That's uh, thank you, Randy, for, for being on the same page as us. But thank you, Neil, for making a spot. Thanks for yeah, opening thanks, up. Thanks, Neil Young. <laughs> yes. Hope and Neil thank Young. you, Joe Rogan, for offending Neil Young. And we are now worldwide. Yo! Really? Where's it's some of our furthest listeners? International. We now have listeners in France, believe it or not, in Belgium. I and like the Belgian waffles. We. East Coast, United States. We've got listeners throughout the U.S. That is awesome. The world. We're worldwide. International, now, worldwide. I am going to honor our international listeners tomorrow by eating some French fries and a Belgian waffle. We, we, we. As you should. Speaking of international, speaking of worldwide, let's talk about this week's topic. Tis the season. It comes every four years. We are tackling the Winter Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Cue the theme song. Cue the Winter theme Olympics. song. Now, what we're going to be talking about specifically this week about the Winter Olympics are some of the sports that we've grown to love. And maybe they're yeah. sports that we only pay attention to once every four years. But that doesn't matter because it's happening now. The love is happening now. The coverage is there. So let's discuss what we have fallen in love with, what we gravitate towards. We'll mention some of the comments from Facebook once again. Hey, so this Olympics happens to be this year, 2022, for those listening in the future in Beijing, China. A place, that, a place that gets six days of snow a year from, a, from what I looked up. So how the heck did they end up with that? Well, maybe we'll talk about that next week's episode. But what we're going to talk about first is an obscure sport that we've come to appreciate or love from the Winter Olympics. And I believe Matt is going to lead us off. Yeah, absolutely. I know you mentioned the gravity of things before. And my sport that I picked for the most obscure sport is called the skeleton, which uses Ooh. the law of gravity Ooh. to that pull scary. people downhill an icy hill, actually on a super small sled, head first. The skeleton uh, has been around for 
a lot of years since 1928 when it made it for its first appearance at the winter olympics in saint moritz okay and then it was there again at the 1948 winter olympics and then continued for a little while and then stopped suddenly for a for quite some time and then made another debut in the 2002 salt lake city winter olympics go salt lake city that's right salt lake bringing back those dangerous sports 2002 so who do we think has the most medals in the skeleton overall Uh, i'm going to just throw that out there for you guys the most medals i've got the numbers right here Mm. the most medals in one of the most dangerous sports ever created i have to think Uh, you know because it's driven by gravity that those big Canadians may be holding the record. Canadians, huh? I'm going to say Swiss. I don't know if this is accurate, so I'm going on Wikipedia, and we all know that that's kind of totally accurate. Source of all truth. That's where I get all my facts. Uh, the U.S. is ranked number one Look at in that. the skeleton overall. USA! USA! Of bad asses in the Woo! USA. Followed right. by Great Britain, and then Canada. So I think, Robert, you... Was it you that said Canada? Yeah, because I figured, you know, gravity and Canadians are a little bit bigger. All that maple uh, syrup. That was a boot you... Uh, <laughs> and Canadian bacon. Stop overrating the Canadian project. Mm-hmm. Wow, USA, huh? That's what I've got. USA followed by Great Britain, then Canada. Take that. Three. Take Bringing in the rear. That. The one that surprises me the most is Great Britain because they just don't seem like all that much fun. You, sir, are offending our international crowd already. <laughs> I love the Belgium one. Golly, man. I mean, yeah, right. they brought the waffles and upgraded them. You're getting canceled. I'm canceling you. Mm-hmm. And well, you're my pick, the, the skeleton. Okay, so now let's move on to the next pick from a Brandon. Okay, I'm going with a sport that I, I, I've, I've, I've fallen in love with, the biathlon. So for the athlon is awesome. Not only should you Google skeleton and, and what that means as far as the sport, but Google the biathlon. If you've never had a chance to see what these guys and gals do, it is unbelievable. Origins are Norwegian and we're talking war. We're talking soldier origins here. We're talking actual military training back in the 17 and 1800s soldiers on skis with weapons, nice. soldiers on skis with weapons, patrolling the border. And then they met each other. Yeah. And then they started competing against each other. It turned into a national, international sport, especially in those Norwegian country areas. At one time, they were carrying 30 odd sixes and muskets and (laughs) huge guns. We're talking, talking big guns here. And if done today, it'd be a bunch of old dudes with AK 47s. Right. Especially if it was in Russia. Now they use 22s. So they've toned it down to 22 rimfire shells. Uh, They do carry them on their back. They ski. The men do at least 20 kilometers for the, uh, for the biathlon. So picture picture skiing, one of the most intense cardio workouts you'll ever have. And then you have to shoot a hole the size of a quarter with a 22 skiing. Is it mostly like cross country downhill, a little of everything? It's a little of everything. Mostly it's it's a cross cross country. It is a cross country environment, which involves some hills and, Mm -hmm. and some undulation, but we're talking 50 meters. You got to shoot a quarter with a 22 from 50 meters, 160 feet, 165 feet. You got to go through undulation to get adulation. There we go. Hey, 
just the cool i i remember the first time i saw this on tv it was just mind-blowing to control your breath and your ah, your aim and then go ski for another mile come back hit a quarter keep skiing it is That's the num- it is the number one most watched winter sport in europe number one so that's awesome. not, not really obscure. Uh, those Norwegian countries dominate. It's the USA. I know we had a lot of luck in skeleton. We've had zero luck in the biathlon. We have yet. We, we can't shoot. We have yet to medal. I think we can shoot. We can't do both, though. We can't get all tired and then try and shoot a quarter. Mm-hmm. We, we got better things to do. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting how popular that sport is. These athletes are celebrities, and rightfully so. Watch it major coverage google it at least go youtube it okay so that's my that is my pick biathlon robert what you got all right so i'm going to tell you about a little sport called skajoring which you may or may not have ever heard about before nope um so the typical course it runs about a thousand feet and it features 12 slalom gates six jousting rings and the skier must grab, and then there's three ramp-like jumps ranging from two to six feet in height. So basically, it's skiing meets the rodeo meets medieval times. And this is an Olympic sport, sir. Well, so it was included as a demonstration sport in the 1928 Winter Olympics in St. Moritz and has never been back. But I think it should be. I think it should make a comeback. This is a sport that involves skiing while being pulled by a horse or a dog or for guys like us, multiple dogs. But it was was in the 1928 Olympics. Um, That was the first and the last Olympics. There were seven people that competed. It was held on a frozen lake, but there was no jumps or slaloms it was just seven dudes on skis getting pulled behind riderless horses so you could have dubbed it ski boring which is probably why it wasn't included in other olympics oh boo Um, yeah but this is it originated in norway back in the 19th century it's still practiced in scandinavia switzerland as well as some remote northern regions where apparently they don't have Netflix, satellite, cable. (laughs) Um, There was no gold medals given. uh, And apparently they forgot to write down who actually won out of these seven people because there is no history of it. So we don't know. Um, But did you guys know Uncle Bobby here has actually done this before? I didn't realize it when I was doing it until I was doing a little research on ski joring. But back on the ranch growing up, we used to strap on our skis. We would have the so horse this pull a rope behind me. it. Yeah, that was just life on the farm in the winter. Um, but I could totally see a bunch of drunk guys leaving the shed here in Tooele County. Right, Brandon? Yeah. And saying, yeah. you know what? I want to challenge you to a round of skijoring. So that skijoring, I think it's a pretty obscure Olympic sport. I would like to see it make a comeback. That is, that is the definition of obscure, especially if it doesn't exist anymore. Um, I think you win the award for most obscure sport. You win. You know, and you've actually done it. Apparently 
Well, I have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wish there was video evidence. Well, of that's this. awesome. We have Me given too. the people we have given the people something to Google. That is for sure. I myself will do so. Say it one more time. What's the name? Skajoring. Skajoring. Can you use it in a sentence? What's the country I of origin? Skajoring in Norway back in the 19th century. <laughs> country of origin. Oh man. It's like a spelling bee. Okay. Well, thank yes. you for that enlightening subject there. I'm glad I was able to, you know, share some little tidbit you hadn't known before. A little sport of your people there. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice, Robert. Okay. Well, let's Thank move you. on to our next final topic of the episode. Let's talk about our overall favorite. Let's do. Let me jump in here yeah. with my personal favorite. Okay. The first, first one here that I thought of was ski jumping. I absolutely love watching ski jumping. I don't Ooh. know if I would love doing a uh, ski jump it's or anything. mind-blowing it, it is mind-blowing i think the thing that i love most about it is just seeing those guys almost stay in the air forever it's it's like they just glide through the air and stay there it's, it's magical it Not is really. magical for me yeah, yeah. so the, the ski jump has been around for a long time guys uh 1924 through 1956 uh and then they extended the the hill length uh to 70 meters made it bigger from from 70 to 80 um that's a 1960 i think yeah it's, it's big so that's kind of the the history of it um i'm not sure the origin though here i think it was let's see how could you nail country. down that origin that would be tough to do yeah switzerland Looks okay. like Switzerland yeah, is the sense. country that I can see it being the Swiss. A lot of these, yeah. a lot of these sports down the Alps. There. All right. So, who <laughs> in this category do you think has the most uh, medals? Ski jump. Who's number uh, one? I'm gonna have to say Switzerland. That's what I would guess. Um, I'll, I'll go with like Norway just to give you a different. Well, guess what, Brandon? You're right. Yeah, yeah. Norway. Oh, whoa, whoa, Norway number those one. Norwegians. Finland number two. Austria, number three, followed by Germany, Poland, then Switzerland. All of it. Number six. Switzerland didn't even make the top three. Well, you know, I just want to say this is also an Olympic sport I have done, even as recent as last week. So, although flying out of slightly smaller, flying out of control down Alta doesn't count as yeah, slightly smaller, but I got air. And my teenage son was mind blown that I could land a jump. Very nicely done. I left walking. (laughs) I don't think I could do that. Ski jumping though. They not at this stage. They're, they're using aerodynamics similar to airplanes like that. You can tell that's, that's how they're, they're angling. The the helmets are formed, you know, they're aerodynamic helmets, right? They've got the clothing that's uh, aerodynamic and everything. It's very yeah. smooth. A lot of technology that Woo. goes into that. And I know uh, some of the people on Facebook mentioned different types of skiing, like alpine skiing. My wife mentioned that. Um, but but that jump, watching that in person, those of you who have been up to Park City have seen the the training grounds for those jumps. Mm-hmm. Just just go up there and look at the jump itself. You don't even have to see anybody go off of it. That that in itself is mind blowing. Just seeing what they're actually propelling themselves off of. So I would crap my pants. I, <laughs> Me too. Would too. I'm afraid of heights. Man. Well, Brandon, what you got? Synchronized skating or? 
Yeah, you know, uh, little blades of glory action. <laughs> so uh, just just wishful thinking, right? I me and a leotard maybe one day. I sure. went with Sanka, you dead man. Ah, ah, yeah. As much as I like some of these other sports, I, I really wanted to promote bobsledding this year, and that, that's call. the world is really paying attention to bobsledding this year as well. I'm a fan of anything with Bob in it. We mentioned ah, Uncle Bob <laughs> sled. That's your name for the rest of that's the. That's how episode. he gets in the Olympics. Bobsledding. Yeah. I mean, uh, the the main event is the four man bobsled, the the big sled. They do have single, two man. Four man tends to be the more popular one. That's the, the the more difficult one. You should see some of the athletes they put into these teams. They're if you've seen the movie Cool Runnings, these are Olympic level sprinters that they're putting into these sleds pushing the sled down the ice gravity at play can hit speeds 80 90 miles an hour one wrong turn one wrong move and you're putting your life on the line the concussion rate in bobsled is higher than almost any other sport in the world now the big deal this year is jamaica is back yaman yeah yaman uh, they, the last time they were in the Winter Olympics in the four-man race was 1998, and then the Cool Runnings team that everybody knows was from 1988. So as far as the success that they've had, it's been a while. They are back. They are hyped. Watch them on social media. Pull them up on YouTube. Dancing, singing, they are as hyped as we are that they're back. The world, that's the world's team once again. Thanks, I love it. Thanks to the movie. If only they could to, bring John Candy back. Right. Ah, if only. Rip. You know, he was the reason for all their success. John Candy. True story. He and he alone. And uh, anyway, it's Swiss origins, a bunch of rich people converting sleds in Switzerland back in the day. So that's that's for the origins. Who do you think is the most successful country at bobsledding of all time? Got to be Jamaica. I'm going to vote for Canada. Canada? Okay. I'm going to say Germany, actually. Ooh, close. So Germany is second. It's Switzerland, where the, the oh. country of origin, Switzerland by far has the most championships, world titles, Olympic medals. Germany's in second place, and then all the other Nordic countries follow. Canada's mm. up there. U.S. has been coming on hot as of late, so it is interesting to our country as well who participates in these, these Olympic events. Anyway, that's my pick. Zebob sled team coverage all around for that Jamaican team for sure. Yeah, well, I'm going to go with curling. So curling is yeah. by far my favorite sport of all time, even outside the Winter Olympics. Woo, I love curling. Uh, curling was in the first Olympics in 1924, Makes still sense. going today. What I didn't know until today was for the longest time, curling was just a demonstration sport up until 1998. But then... In 2006, the International Olympic Committee retroactively upgraded all the curling medals from the first Olympics in 1924 up until current day to being official medals in the Olympics. Like it always happens. So there's still hope for ski joring of being deemed official. (laughs) Yep. Oh, keep 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 dying on that. Keep dying on that. But the origin country um, was scotland back, way back to the 16th century um they were out there doing it in their kilts you know awesome um the most gold were. medals who do you guys think is the most gold medals earning country 
going to say Canada. Currently Canada. Yeah. Canada's kind of kind of the hub now. You got it. It is the Canadians. We all love curling. Sorry, Bob, that you picked the subject that we're all passionate about. Okay. You know, I love curling. Um, But, and I have lots of facts about curling, but currently 90% of elite curlers, they live in Canada. Um, This is considered a country club sport in Canada. Um, It's considered, considered the chess on ice consists of two teams four players each there's a rectangular surface much like chess um and then there's targets on the ring um most people don't know this but the ice is not completely smooth there's little droplets of ice um on there and it creates pebbled ice um there are brooms in the game of curling and then there's granite stones. They weigh between about 38, 44 pounds. They're 36 inches in diameter. But what you don't know is this granite is so rare. It comes from one of two queries in the world. It's the only place to get this rare granite. And they're in Scotland on the Scottish island of I- Isla Craig or in the tray four granite quarry in Wells. And there's actually concern that they will run out of granite and not be able to make for future <laughs> curling stones. That's a real oh, thing. Real Where do they get that from the granite capital of the world, which we've discussed hey. in a previous podcast? Yeah, no, the Georgia it's the Guide wrong Stones kind of granite. Okay. You oh, okay. cannot use any other granite. Like they'd have to change the name of the sport. Um, politeness is required in curling. Um, but a little tidbit to next week, it's seen its fair share of scandals that I will highlight next week. Yes. So stay tuned. Hey. Stay tuned. Curling such a controversial sport. And, and polite. Polite Ooh. and controversial. You better stock Both. up on the, on the granite stock, too, when there's a shortage yeah. of uh, commodities. Pick up on some of that granite because it's going to be worth pretty some. Nice. Nice. Good job, Robert. And uh, who's the defending champion in the men's team? Uh, it's the United States. USA! Yeah. Oh, the world no. was mad. The world was mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, USA! The coolest thing about this sport, and I think why everyone loves it, is because it looks like any average Joe Smoke could walk out of a bar and do it while holding a For beer sure. sign in their hand (laughs) and so i feel like i have a connection because i look like those athletes yeah those are my people too Mm -hmm. i'm with you 100 percent. it's like the bunch of big bearded guys out there just enjoying life sweeping the ice absolutely Mm -hmm. speaking of these american curlers who are the defending champions for the men's curling team on peacock not only are they covering it left and right they have a four-part documentary on what's called the American rock stars. Get it? Get the pun. The Love it. Stars and the granite. And the, anyway, so it's called American rock stars. It's a, it's a four part series and it shows them preparing to compete in the 2022 Olympics. These defending champions, these, these everyday men that we were talking about. So I thought that was cool. I'm going to go give that a try. I'm going to go give that a listen a, or a watch on Peacock American rock stars. Hey, USA. thanks for the recommendation. I'm going to check it out. USA. All right. I can't believe how much coverage it's getting. For those of you who have Peacock um, or NBC affiliated apps, curling right now is off the charts. It's everywhere. I, I was. Everyone. I've been able to. I've been able to consume an absurd amount of curling already, just in these first couple of days. 
And, yeah. and the people on Facebook agree. We've got Beck and Sean, my family, they, they're thinking of coming up to the Olympic Oval and doing a curling class. Let's do it. Which are awesome. We should join them. Uh, Matt, you chimed in that you love curling a lot. That's, that's my favorite. It. I think that ends up being my favorite right there with Bob Slutty. There's a Simpson episode that everybody should look up about curling. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. It's such a good episode. Uh, anyway curling love it the people love it yeah you can do it at the utah olympic oval yeah, you that's know cool. i've done it um and one of my co-workers totally slipped on the ice split their pants and had to <laughs> staple it up with a borrowed stapler it was wonderful awesome. right. yeah it's it, it's awesome we do have those curling olympic, accident those olympic facilities around us we're pretty lucky mm-hmm. a curling accident how'd you get hurt <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah, we had to go back to work after that too. <laughs> yeah, take that. Some of the other uh, uh, some of the other sports that were mentioned, we have we got the luge and skeleton from from Facebook, alpine skiing, figure skating. Any of you a fan of that? I, I dabble when it's on. My wife I, is a huge figure skating fan. Like, the athleticism is mind blowing. I mean, it's up there. All I know is when I get on skates, I have quite the figure. Uh, we had women. Uh, my brother mentioned women's hockey. Kyle uh, is kind of right. This is kind of the only time women's hockey gets its due, its coverage. Uh, so that, that's kind of sad. But every four years, they, they get a little little spotlight on them. Those are some ferocious athletes. If you've ever watched a women's hockey game, they do not hold back. Some hockey of, in general. Some of the fights are better than the men's. Just throwing it out there. So... All right. Well, that's it for today's episode of the Assuminati podcast, where we talked about some Olympic sports. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Join us again next week for the corruption surrounding the International Olympic Committee. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Share with your friends and family, like us on Facebook, and comment what you thought of today's episode. Until next week, have a great one. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. <laughs> it was better the first time. It was. That gets an honorable <laughs> mention. It's still, it's still said, oh, I'm feeling good about it. Oh, you can say it any time you want. Yeah, let me You're wearing a beanie, Robert? Yeah. That's a Grantsville beanie. That's what that oh, is. Yeah. That's Patagonia. Patagucci. Is it cold in there? No, well, my head was cold earlier. I was outside and I just oh. left it on. <laughs> well, I hope Neil Young remembers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the awesome. Southern man, don't need him around anyhow. Zuminati podcast happened because of him. So. That's right. Wow. So, don't, you yeah. think, don't you think, I though, think wouldn't obscure. there be a concern about the poop coming from behind the horses Absolutely. as you're skiing into it? That was meant to be. Uh, what it was. I definitely had to be, to be, be a memory. That's for sure. Eventually be a memory of a time I tried so hard and got so hard. <laughs> Sorry, cut that out. What you got? Start. What you got? No, what you got, though? Okay, go.